baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We now have Erie County DNC Chair Jeremy Zellner joining us this morning. Jeremy, good morning. Wow, Joe. Thanks for the promotion to DNC Chair. I'm ready. (laughs) Well, hey, you know, use this on the resume. I'll take it, my friend. <laughs> now, uh, Jeremy, we just talked to Michael Crocker about the uh, the issues this week. I'd say this month with the county executive. But let's start with uh, the police report um, that was leaked out, I believe, Thursday. Um, and uh, the county executive talked to our Tom Puckett Thursday night. What are your thoughts, not only on the police report, but on the reaction from your friends on the other side of the aisle? Well, you know, Joe, this is a personal matter with the county executive. I obviously wasn't there. I don't know what happened. I'm, I'm, you know, we're hearing from the county executive. It's an unfortunate situation here. Um, but obviously, this has given uh, those folks on the other side of the aisle the chance to resuscitate a terrible opponent of ours uh, who has no uh, chance of winning this race in the fall because of her record. Um, and it's handed them the ability to go highly politicize a personal matter. And, you know, the county executive is not hidden from this. No one's, you know, running the other way. But the fact is, is that, you know, he's got a clear record supporting this community. And that's why Chairman Crocker could not uh, recruit a, a strong candidate to run against him, because Mark has a good record in this community. We, we're facing generational challenges here over the last four years that that uh, no one has had to deal with. And he's had to deal with three or four generational challenges. And I think the community is responding, saying that he's done a good job at that. Um, you know, but right now, uh, this has handed uh, Chairman Crocker uh, 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 an issue for him to go exploit. Um, and, you know, I've heard that he was saying we're the hypocrites here. But I can't think of more of a hypocrite of people who never call out anyone in their party for any of their bad behavior, starting with Donald Trump, uh, and then calling out this county executive to leave uh, after this report hit. Republicans say that this is just another example of a temperament issue the county executive has. You know, Mark's temperament issue is that he cares a hell of a lot. He cares a hell of a lot for this community. He works an, you know, you know, Chairman Crocker last week said Mark sat at home criticizing elected officials all during the blizzard. That is such a slap in the face to him, to the people working around him, to the law enforcement and first responders and people out there plowing the streets that they did, that he did nothing. Um, you know, he li- the Republicans live in this world where they're able to pour gasoline on fires all over the place. You know, you said you wanted to talk about the, the challenge of the migrants uh, here in, in Erie County. You know, what, what are the Republicans doing? When asked, Christy Casilio said, I don't know what I would do if I was the county executive. And, Joe, that's the problem. Mark knows what he has to do. And the, and, the, and the governor knows what she has to do. We're doing everything we can to meet this challenge right now. 
I do want to get to the uh, to the migrants, but I just have one more question. And the only reason I'm asking this, Jeremy, is because it's something I brought up on Friday. And I know that our listeners would get upset if I didn't ask the question. You know, I've seen uh, you, but I've also seen the county executive. I, I follow both of you on, uh, on social media. And, you know, the county executive, very quick, if something of a Republican, to jump on that person. Do you think that Democrats would be acting like Republicans are acting if this was a police report uh, with the same information in it against, uh, you know, a generic Republican? Well, I don't have to think about that. I know what the answer to that question is, Joe. We have called on the governor of the state of New York, who was a Democrat, to resign after a strong pattern of the same behavior came out. We've called on the attorney general of the Democratic, a Democratic attorney general, of the state of New York to resign. We've called on a sitting assembly members that are Democrats in our region to resign when these kinds of patterns and activities happen that, that are out there. And the other side has never done that. We, we just saw this happen with Tom Reed. Tom Reed was accused of groping multiple lobbyists and multiple staffers, and no one said a word on the other side. So, I mean, there's a saying that Judge Judy says, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. And Mr. Crocker's doing a lot of peeing this week. Now, let's go to that migrant uh, situation. You said that the governor and the county executive are, are handling it. Um, but I, I want your take on this. Is this not a situation that the governor and the county executive kind of put their state and county in? We, as a state, this is a federal issue that's been heaped upon us that we're doing the best we can with this challenge right now. That's the problem here. This is not a, something that either of our county executive or governor have brought upon us. This is a federal issue that's been thrown at our community's feet that we have to deal with. Now, what we've seen is you've got people like Monica Wallace, who's out there fighting for more funding for the Cheektowaga schools because she's not going to let any kid in Cheektowaga get anything less than they deserve when they start school in two weeks. She's working. The county executive is doing everything he can to, do, to help with this issue. And we're being dictated to by by the state and federal government because this is a much larger issue that no one is dealing with. But you're at, you're seeing the governor come out this week saying we need a lot more federal aid, and that has been a good message to send that we need help. And yet the Republicans continue to just fan the flames. They've got a ra- a migrant rally coming up in Cheektowaga this week, where the chairman is going out there to talk to people about this this issue and uh, and and fan the flames and they have no solutions and they have no uh, uh, way to help with this problem. They just want to go divide us up and, and blow this up because their candidates are terrible. But Republicans would say, and Michael Crocker did say, not on this last interview, but Republicans would say that the county executive did not have to invite migrants into Erie County. You know, other counties took a stand that they don't have the resources in hindsight, would that have been the right move for Mark Polonkars? Well, that, that is his words, invite. I don't think Mark Polonkars invited anyone to this county. I think he said, we're going to meet this challenge and do what we can. Uh, he didn't run away from the issue. He didn't hide and say, oh, I don't know what to do. He said, we have to deal with this issue and we're going to do what we can to handle it. And as I said, you know, we've had two horrific incidents with almost 600 people in this community. And we're and we've took action from the minute uh, that anything like this happened. The state and federal government is trying to do what they can. 
you know, this is more of a federal question, but Brian Nowak was on with us last week. He is uh, your candidate for supervisor in Chittawaga. And he said uh, that, you know, this is a good example of why both sides need to stop the bickering and come together and um, have, you know, uh, immigration reform, compromise and have immigration reform. Uh, Is that how you see it? I do. I mean, Joe, this is not a new problem. This is something that's happened for 40 years, 50 years plus with Democratic and Republican presidents and Democratic and Republican congresses. And it's not getting any better, and it needs to be. But when you have bomb throwers uh, out there who want to grab this issue because they want to try to win an election with somebody that has no ability to lead this community, that's going to be a problem. Now, one more question. Uh, Staying at the federal level, we had um, uh, two big events on for the Republican side. I would say two big events. You had the mugshot that everyone's posting, and I, I do think that's kind of both sides coming together, Jeremy. You, you've got Democrats posting it and Republicans posting it, uh, both for fundraiser. Do you see it that way? You know, it's a sad day when we kind of can joke about a former president of the United States uh, being uh, booked. Um you know, but this is something that is, you know, people like Michael Crocker, Christy Casilio have all enabled this man to be in this position. They were the first ones to call on him to run for president of the United States. And so they own this. And it may be funny to them. They, you know, Donald Trump may get a few T-shirts sold. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a sad thing. Let me ask you, obviously, I don't I don't think you'll throw your support uh, to anyone that's writing on the Republican side. But is there someone that you would say the best of what Republicans have to offer, obviously coming from the Democratic side? You know, I I don't know at this point. You know, I want to I want to see the field shake out before I can give you an answer to that. But it was pretty pathetic the other night, Uh, a race to the bottom, as they say. And I think that the other party has a lot of problems. Uh, I've never seen them more divided and uh, folks that continue to push Trump like uh, Casilio and that kind of mentality. You know, there's going to be a reckoning coming. We've seen it. We've seen it here in Erie County. The, the amount of people that came out to vote for Joe Biden in 2020 was more than for Hillary Clinton. He's And it's because Joe Biden has some big things going on. We have the strongest economic recovery in the world of countries. A larger countries, 13 million jobs added, bringing semiconductor and chips manufacturing back to the United States. Those are major, major things. And he has been able to work across the aisle with things like the infrastructure bill, that that guy who kept yelling infrastructure, infrastructure, had the whole federal government at his fingertips and couldn't get a damn thing done because he is an inept megalomaniac. So things are going as, as, uh, as expected, and, and you know, when you have a global pandemic, but we are digging out of this thing, and our economy is is roaring back. One final question: I meant to ask Michael Crocker this question, so I had both uh, audio clips of it. Um, but you know, a majority of Americans do not want to see a rematch of 2020. Um, they don't want to see Joe Biden run. They don't want to see Donald Trump run. What are your thoughts uh, coming from your position in the Democratic Party? My thoughts are that I really hope that uh, Republican voters and leadership are able to to make sure that Donald Trump is not the candidate next year, because I think we do need to have a solid debate. Uh, Joe Biden is going to be the candidate. He is running. He is the president of the United States. And if he couldn't handle the job, I don't think he would be doing it. You know, we have a bench uh, of of folks out there who are governors of states, who who are other uh, federal elected officials who I think could step in. 
Um, and I think Joe Biden is a pretty solid uh, person who would who would not be running if they couldn't handle the job. And his record speaks for itself, Joe. Uh, some people may not believe it, but the facts speak for themselves. One. This is the final question. I know I've said the last three questions. This is the final question. Uh, back to the county executive. Uh, do you believe there will be a debate uh, before November? I'm sure there will be a debate. I don't think Mark is concerned about debating. He's, you know, moving on here. We're, again, he's, he's not, he went into work Friday, Thursday. He's working this weekend. He's out in the community. He doesn't have time to take a day off. There are serious issues facing us right now, and he is not going to hide from anything. And we have a campaign here. And as I said, uh, the, the unfortunate thing is this has given uh, people like uh, Chrissy Casilio, who believes that Damar Hamlin is dead, the ability to resuscitate her campaign here and go out and pound this issue and go out and fan these flames uh, for, for 60 or 70 days. But I believe the people of this community know Mark Polencars and know his record of service to them. And I think they're going to respond. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.